What's up, queens? Welcome to the Female Dating Strategy Podcast, the meanest female-only podcast on the internet, because I'm real. And I'm Savannah. And today, I just want to say... We told y'all so. Listen, listen, just say it. We told y'all so. We did. We said it. We already said it. We already said this is a problem. This is an unsustainable model. Yes. This is about the shit show that is happening down at Reddit. If you hadn't known, I don't really know why all of these major tech social media sites like Twitter and like Reddit are just suddenly going down the shitter. But yeah. Have you ever heard of the phrase in shitification? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I don't know who came up with this term, but it's basically in a nutshell, the idea that all of these tech companies at the beginning, they were trying to make all of these products they thought would make everyone's lives better. But over time, that became less profitable. And given that they're mostly public companies, they have to figure out a way to keep making money. So then they start to make the apps worse. And they start to make the use like anything that's tech. So search engines, apps, whatever have you, social media becomes worse because they try to increasingly monetize it by extension, make it less user friendly. So you can see this in things like YouTube, like on the YouTube app, they've hidden the ability to sort videos by oldest to newest so like now if you find a creator you like you can't go search their oldest videos and a couple of months ago when instagram tried to become tiktok and started like forcing people to watch like endless videos and then that one was actually unsuccessful and everybody basically revolted and they had to go back to their old model it's just a lot of these tech companies trying to figure out a way how to squeeze additional dollars out of everybody and in the process, making all of their apps less user-friendly, more frustrating to use, etc. But since they have basically monopolies at this point, because there's not really too many competitors in the market, they can do that. I'm really hoping that a lot of these tech companies are not too big to fail and that they'll eventually go the way of like a MySpace or a Dig, where they got too big for their britches. They've started making the user experience really shitty. And therefore, a competitor emerged on the market. People went over to that and they were very, very quickly left to the dustbin of tech history. So in light of that discussion, Reddit is on its way there. Should I start with the story right now? Yeah, we should start with the story as to why FDS, we bailed on Reddit back in May 2020. I think it's important to put the reason why we're saying we told you so into context, especially for our new listeners who may not have found us through the Reddit, but... Basically, the FDS moderators decided to withdraw from Reddit back in May 2022, for which was a highly, highly, highly controversial decision because a lot of our current listeners and viewers, they found us through the Reddit. And to be honest, I found FDS through Reddit. And that's one of the good things about um, Reddit in general is that if you Google anything and put Reddit in, you usually get a response that's tailored to what you want very, very quickly. And so a lot of people came to find us through Reddit. I'm not sure how to say this diplomatically, so I won't say anything at all. But the subreddit was basically becoming a beast to moderate. And, you know, what happens on any social media website is that the lower quality content tends to be upvoted and given more traffic than the content that is actually higher quality. And this is what we were seeing with the subreddit as well. So things like memes and sort of, you know, posts that weren't really the essence of FDS, they were getting the most upvotes and attention. But 
The issue with something like FDS is that it relies on women who are strategic and have a lot of insight to take the time to write a strategy post. Now, if you've ever written a strategy post, either for FDS or elsewhere, you'll know that writing such posts can take an awful, awful lot of time. It does. (laughs) It does. I mean, you can read it. If you think about the average strategy post, you can read it in maybe less than five minutes, but a lot of thought and effort has gone into creating that post. And the moderators just didn't have the time to do it anymore. And we found that the user base on the subreddit, the number of, you know, users who would contribute the FDS style sort of strategy was extremely small. And they were often being drowned out by the posts that were more, you know, low effort. Another issue we had with the subreddit was that FDS somehow survived a ban wave of a lot of the female only subreddits. I think towards the tail end of 2021. So a lot of the pink pill and the black pill subreddits just got randomly banned from Reddit. So A lot of them came over to FDS because FDS was still, I guess. We were the only ones that survived that quote purge, right? Yeah. I don't know how we did that. It was when they like, they purged all the subreddits with a bunch of like, like I said, I think first of all, our moderating was really intense compared to a lot of other, a lot of the other subreddits because of the fact that we had so many users and so many people that we would try to volunteer to be mods. Now, because of that, there was high levels of mod burnout, both from the type of content they would see and just the amount of work it took to keep the community uh, relatively within Reddit's guidelines so that we wouldn't get put off. That took a lot of man hours. So two things happened. Mods either got burnt out or quit. Even when we would try to add mods, they would just be like, they would do it for a little while, get burned out and quit. Or Reddit started strategically banning some of our mods, meaning like site-wide bans, IP bans. So not just like, you can't log into just this account, meaning like you cannot log into Reddit, period. We don't really know why, first of all. Like we think it's just, sometimes it would just be like bullshit violations from like uh, years ago or something. Like like somebody would just, it could just be scrotes going back to their post history and reporting literally everything that looks like it might fall within a questionable guideline and then tripping one of Reddit's algorithms to put that person in an IP ban. You know, we know that there were like mass coordinated attacks by these losers on like Discord and stuff. And then we had created like alternative subreddits just for the purposes of like mass reporting FDS mods and FDS users. The thing about it was like, it was harder to keep mods. Mods had high turnover rate. The mods who were there were getting burnt out both from the amount of work and the kind of content they were seeing. And then after all of that, they were getting their accounts mass banned by either coordinated attacks or from choice by Reddit. We don't know. So it's just one of those things where essentially like being on Reddit became kind of an unsustainable model given that pretty much all of the other like quote based female subreddits had already been banned or had been tripped they'd either been banned or all of their mods had been kicked off reddit so then all of the users tried to migrate to fds which only created that much more work for fds to try to stay like within reddit's guidelines to stay on there and eventually it just was like why are we doing this like they hate us we can't keep our content anytime anybody writes like a really great strategy post it gets drowned out in the shit posts and then furthermore the women who were writing the great strategy posts don't want to write anymore because they don't like the harassment and then furthermore, like some of the femme cells from other communities who just were like wanted to perch on FDS be like, we're not going to date ever, <laughs> like kind of ruined the vibe, right? Like, so like women who fuck don't want to like listen to like your femme cell rant. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. It's just a, like, dude. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like, it wasn't even a case of 
because, you know, at first we sort of tolerated almost the migration from other subreddits, understanding that, okay, yeah, we're the last, you know, female learning space. We're happy to have you here, you know, growing the subreddit. But what really got the mods backs up was that they would then try to turn FDS into a femcel sub. It was the user base kind of turning against the mods. I'm not sure if it was like the original FDS user base, though. I think it was the migration that was turning against the moderators, which is weird because they would get so offended. Like when we did, for example, Fine Ass Fridays, they got so viscerally offended that there are women out there who want to find men attractive. Like it was very bizarre to me. And it wasn't even like they were just like, oh, it's not my thing. They would just get viscerally offended by that. Exactly. So it was like, the thing is, all of the other communities got banned, right? So then the fem cells migrated to FDS, a gender critical migrated to FDS, 2X chromosomes. There's a couple other ones and now the name escapes me, but like the fairer sex. And it was a bunch of them that were just like run and they were pretty based, but a lot of them were just hardcore, either radical feminists or fem cells or just, I don't know what they would, what you would call them. Some of them weren't even fem cells or radical feminists. They were just like, I think they were just a straight up, like kind of like male hate group, <laughs> which listen, I think the balance of the universe necessitates that, but you know, just kind of restoring the balance. But like, it kind of just wasn't what FDS was supposed to be. FDS was supposed to be a dating strategy. And like, we find a lot of issues with men and we drag the fuck out of them constantly. But it is sort of like, you know, it becomes like a little bit counterproductive when it's just like, nothing but I'm never going to date because I'm a femme cell. Don't wear makeup because you're a radical feminist and little boys should be drowned at birth because I'm like, <laughs> because I hate men. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I'm not even saying that any of these people are wrong for whatever they want to make their subreddit about because God knows there's plenty of that on the opposite side of Reddit that Reddit does not police at all. And it was pretty fucked up that it, once again... I think the female subreddits got excavated because of the mass coordinated attacks. Like literally, you have to understand like on Reddit, we don't have the numbers and our backs are against the wall because there's just infinitely more incels and they have all the time in the world to just report everybody, create bots that just mass report accounts and stuff like that or shit post a lot of rule violating content using bots. So then like the only thing that can be done is for somebody to manually review all that stuff or use a counter bot, which... There were bots that were doing that, but even the bots couldn't keep after a while, or it caught so many users in the bot bans, meaning like the bots aren't perfect either. So there was a lot of like legit FDS users. And then like the mod inbox overflowed with like, why did I get banned? It's like, well, there's not shit we can do about it. Cause like, honestly, it's too much work to go through the inbox at this point. It's, it's messed up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we basically note the fuck out in 2022. And that didn't go down very well for reasons I sort of understand. Like, again, like, even though Reddit has its problems, it's very accessible. It was open. People could find us more easily. So we migrated to a tiny website. Bearing in mind, though, we understand that the website is a big shift. But one of the main reasons why we chose to leave was so that A, our content wasn't controlled by Reddit. So if you look at the discourse that's on the website, it's very, like, we wouldn't be able to say most of that on the subreddit. We either would have been banned by now or, you know, it'd be mass reported. So it's a much, much safer space for women. Secondly, it's just the principle of giving a site like Reddit unpaid labor. And this is what the mods who stuck around are now finding out. Ultimately, Reddit is an organization that is happy 
to profit off the backs of unpaid moderators and not only profit, but when, you know, the moderators, you know, want to actually be able to do their job at moderating, Reddit will make it very, very difficult for them and even try to remove them if they don't comply. So Reddit is an organization that just doesn't give a shit about all the hours that the moderators put in to building Reddit, because if it wasn't for the individual mods of the communities, Reddit would be nothing. It's the individual communities that make Reddit what it is. And, you know, we saw the clear disregard they had for FDS in the sense that when we would report the vile abuse that the mods were getting, they did absolutely nothing about it. Um, Even when it was a clear violation of their policies, you know, we'd always get the message saying, yeah, basically this doesn't violate our policy, you know, carry on sort of thing. But now it's all kicking off again with, you know, I guess like Reddit's financial trajectory. So now like the shit's kind of hit the fan about like just about the reality of Reddit burning through their free ass workforce. And it's all in response to Reddit's IPO, which if you listen to a couple of our Regxit episodes, if you listen to both our Regxit episodes, I think basically witched a pox on that IPO that like anybody who buys stock in Reddit deserves the fact that it might tank immediately after their, their IPO. And we hope we've prayed for this. We've prayed for Reddit's downfall. <laughs> because fuck Reddit. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where it was first in its kind. And so, and it created a monopoly and there really just needs to be at minimum a viable competitor for it. And there isn't right now. And so they've basically been able to exercise this monopoly on the internet and they're highly dependent on Google search, etc. So the long and short of what happened is essentially Reddit's going through this IPO. And in response to that, they're trying to find a bunch of additional monetization strategies to inflate the value of their company so that they can get a higher IPO. More than likely because all of the private owners or private investors want to take their money out as soon as that IPO hits, meaning... Once they can get people to buy a bunch of stock, the people can make much money, leave the company. I would not be surprised if Steve Huffman, who's the CEO of Reddit, wants to get all of his money out of the company and bounce, right? So like he's probably aggressively pushing this IPO so he can get a bunch of people to buy stock. He can make some money, make like a flat sum of money and then bounce. Okay, so how do you do that? Well, you basically have to, have to do the thing we were talking about, which is in shitify it. Meaning <laughs> like it has to be shittier. So they can make more money. And so one of the ways that they're doing that is trying to get rid of a lot of the third-party apps that Reddit has historically relied on, stuff like Imager, stuff like GiphyCat, and making some alternatives on their site. Some of them are better, some of them are far worse. And then in, another thing they're doing is trying to charge third-party apps to use their data. So a la Elon Musk. So Elon Musk basically kicked off that trend on Twitter, which said that, okay, third-party apps and applications can no longer access their API. So API stands for Application Programming Interface, for people to know. It's basically their software code. It's like a contract of service between two applications. The contract defines how the two communicate with each other using requests and responses. So basically, you can build an app that interfaces with another app. And in the best of worlds, these two things work in tandem to make each other better. And Twitter has a ton of these, especially for people who make media content. Basically, you can use a third-party app to program your posts, program links being sent out. Now there's a lot of bots. Some of them are highly fucking obnoxious. Like I told you guys before, a lot of you guys who sent me messages on Twitter, since the Elon Muskification of Twitter took over, like my inbox is just full of fucking spam. So I can't find anything anymore. So like half the time I'm just like deleting a bunch of 
people trying to spam me with crypto scams and porn. So it's just like, it. that's what it is. So now Reddit wants to charge all those people when it used to be very mutually beneficial because like these third party apps would drive traffic to both Twitter and Reddit. Now, a lot of people who have historically used these and who are kind of seeing the entire app become unshittified so that they can get more money, so that Reddit can get more money, are decided to protest, especially longtime mods, right? So mods who have been now with Reddit, rocking with Reddit for maybe like, I don't know how long Reddit's been around, but at least like 15 years, right? 15 to 20 years? Yeah, for a long time, yeah. So some of these mods have been around since like literally day one. And a lot of people are seeing the writing on the wall with Reddit's IPO, which is that, okay, when you're IPO, you're going to have shares. And with those shares, it's required pretty much in order to keep your job anyways, that you track a path forward to make all of the investors money back. So increasing your earnings per share, and that's going to make Reddit crappier, more or less. Like It's reached its pinnacle of usefulness. And now it's going to probably start to be a lot more paid ads, a lot more paid posts, a lot more uh, monetization of third-party apps so that people can't use them. And so you have to be on the Reddit app and basically just make it worse overall. So in response to that, a lot of moderators decided to protest by taking their subreddit private. Now, does that sound familiar to you? (laughs) Does that sound like a familiar thing? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Because you can't delete your sub. Yeah, they make it really difficult to like delete subreddits. They make it so difficult. That's just me thinking out loud. But yeah, it's like almost impossible to delete a subreddit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, and that was a bunch of extremely popular subreddits that went dark. So that went private. So our music, our videos are mildly interesting. A lot of the big ones, yeah, was just going blackout. And it seemed like the blackouts were getting a lot of support from the user bases because I know a lot of the subreddits explain the situation and users were actually in support of it as well. So it was almost like, you know, that solidarity. Do you remember when Amy Chaloner, it got out that Amy Chaloner had been hired by Reddit and like all the subreddits (laughs) were shut down. (laughs) A beautiful act of unity, like everyone shut down. It was literally a beautiful <laughs> moment of solidarity between all of the moderators on Reddit where we were all just like, what the unholy fuck is happening? And I don't even know if it was all for the same reasons. Like, obviously, we are like grossed out and disgusted by the fact that everything that happened with Amy Chandler and their father being part of a bunch of pedophilia, like basically a prolific pedophile. It's honestly horrific. Trigger warning if you Google it. And then that for that person to be a public figure have all of this on their public record and still be hired by Reddit and then have a husband, Amy Chandler married a person who openly posts child erotica, right? Yes. Pedophile, open pedophile again. Yeah. It's a lot, right? So then there was the people that were mad, obviously about the pedophilia. And then what Amy Chandler did was block and delete and banning one's accounts. We talked about Amy's, <laughs> I hate to use the like pronoun, yeah, so I think that's what <laughs> did people in. Yeah, talked about Amy's uh, pedophilic past. So basically, there was the free speech people and also the anti-pedophile people that had a moment of solidarity in that moment. Like Reddit censoring anybody who talks about this raging pedophile, disgusting, gross person and their husband. But a common theme with these blackouts is that Reddit doesn't really expect 
they tend to not expect the blackouts. Like if I go back to the Amy Chandler situation, they very, very quickly backpedal. They very, very quickly threw Amy under the bus, pretended that there's no way they could have known. I'm just like, Google search, you know, would have, you know, brought up all of that information and more. There's no way that Reddit didn't have any clue who they were hiring. They just hoped that people wouldn't care. Yeah, it's bizarre to me. I have no idea how that person passed the background check. Maybe they don't run back. I mean, it's a private company. So the thing about private companies is they're kind of wild, wild west. But Reddit said they do. They said they do run background checks. So that's the thing. They said that they do. (laughs) So yeah, more question marks than answers on that one then. (laughs) You could just Google this person and it was very obvious. So yeah, I mean, just like the blackout recently, it united, you know, the biggest... And, you know, that was what really sort of, you know, made me think, oh, shit, yeah, Reddit has gone way too far now because it was like the biggest subreddits, the ones that had like millions of subscribers, you know, they were the ones leading this. And I guess it makes sense because those large subreddits, as much as, you know, I wish that FDS grew to have 20 million subscribers, but I'm glad it didn't because I think like, bro, the tipping point got to like, around 150,000, that's when it became unmanageable. In terms of moderation, there's definitely a tipping point from where it becomes doable to when it becomes unmanageable. And that number is about the 150 to the 200,000 mark. After that, it's just, it's like trying to bail water out of the Titanic, basically. You just feel like you're drowning every day. (laughs) But yeah, it becomes impossible. And I think in particular, because I mean, if you have a subreddit that's relatively innocuous, even that, for example, are mildly interesting. So at first they went private and then Reddit threatened all the moderators that went private and said, okay, if you don't reopen your subreddit, we're going to remove you from your mod position. So then they reopened and then they basically just stopped moderating and let people post porn. And here's the thing. If you're not actively moderating your subreddit, even if you have a fairly innocuous subreddit, there's just so many Kumari Scrotes and OnlyFans girls on Reddit that they're constantly trying to drive traffic to their OnlyFans or there's just like perverts that just want you to see their dick. If you're not constantly moderating, that stuff just overtakes your subreddit. Like at minimum, it'll just be like creepy porn people, right? So yeah, mildly interesting started just letting it happen because of the fact that if you have a pornographic subreddit, then Reddit can't advertise on that because a lot of advertisers don't want their product to be on pornographic subreddit. So it's a huge subreddit, has a lot of traffic, and suddenly Reddit can't run ads on it because whatever their algorithm is doesn't run ads on the porn subreddits. So it's one of those things where it was malicious compliance, but at the same time, like moderators are a completely free workforce, right? <laughs> like Yeah. And to be fair, like it wasn't just like the big subreddits that were threatened, all the other subreddits, because some decided to remain private. And I think a lot of subreddits are still private of all sizes. And so what Reddit did to get around it was they basically said that anyone can request a subreddit now. So if you go to the Reddit, there's a special subreddit where people can request subreddits. Usually there was a process so the subreddit had to have been abandoned and you know they would reach out to the existing moderators first but reddit basically said you can request any subreddit now so you can imagine that it's going to be possibly the bad faith actors who are going to end up in control of some of the biggest subreddits on the site and you know reddit is cool with that as long as they do what they want and it's like if you're looking for a site that is championing free speech or the ability to shape your community, like Reddit always said they would like, you know, you can shape your community, you can have your rules, you can do it your way almost. 
it's just completely decimated now. Yeah. And the argument has been made on one hand that like, and this is basically what Steve Huffman has suddenly decided that all of the power mods are too much of a problem. They have too much power on the Reddit, which a lot of people have been arguing for a while because of the fact that like, hey, it's weird that you have one or two people who are in the mod of like 500 subreddits. They can't possibly be modeling them all effectively, especially if they're the main mod, but they got in early. And some of these are scrotes. And we talked about that where a lot of the feminists, all of them, Actually, all of them were scrotes. I'm sorry, my bad. Every single one. And a lot of them squatted on female-led subreddits or female topical subreddits like Small Brew Problems, Our Lesbians, which is pretty much porn now, so you can't actually be a lesbian. And even Our Abortion was like modded by a man for the longest time. Like, Our Abortion, can you imagine? And when the women, they found out they were like hand over the subreddit to women, he just refused to do it. And so like, even Our Feminism, 2X Chromosomes, it was a whole controversy, and they went private in protest of that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but basically, if you're a woman on a subreddit and you're following a female-only subreddit, generally speaking, apart from FDS, it's like 90% likely that at least one of the moderators on there is a man. Yeah, our feminism, too. And that's part of why, for the longest time, Reddit was scrote central, because any of the major subreddits that existed, men would infiltrate it if they hadn't already, and then they would control the narrative a certain way. So on one hand, I kind of understand where they're saying like the mods have too much power, but it's only now because it's affecting Reddit monetarily that they suddenly care. They were totally fine like exploiting the free label of these like crazy perpetually online uh, nutcases when that means that they would spend like all of their waking hours accumulating power on reddit because they're probably some stringy haired uh greasy loser <laughs> and doing it for free honestly like like slash sugar coat <laughs> and doing it for free and then now that it's going to cost reddit probably money suddenly it's like oh the mods have too much power but a lot of people were saying that because like i mean we were saying that when all the women were getting like banned off our relationships or other major subreddits for saying like hey maybe the porn is a problem in the relationship. And that was a thing. And the only thing that's kind of pushed it back now is because of things like FDS. Now, not sure what happened. But for whatever reason, again, I think it's because of the pandemic. I really feel like FDS happened in the perfect storm of Reddit of like, there needing to be more female content. A lot of women who maybe would not have been engaged on Reddit regularly were on Reddit because there wasn't shit to do because it was in the pandemic and people were scared and constantly updating, checking social media and didn't have anything to do. And Suddenly we had this community of like regular women, not women who were necessarily like Redditors before that. Some of them, sure, but not exclusively Redditors or well, the more extremist wings of like femcellism and stuff. Like the type of women who are probably very casual users were suddenly very engaged. And so FDS is kind of boring. Now the problem is that it's we're still in the cesspool of, of a scrotal environment. So when you look at that, it's like... The fact that FDS kind of broke through in some ways is a little bit of a miracle because of the fact that men on Reddit have been so able to successfully shut down any type of female dissent on all of the other subreddits before that. But to be honest, though, bro, like a big part of FDS's success was the scrotes being mad about it and reposting and being, I was saying like a big part of FDS's success was partly it's in spite of the scrotes, but also because of the scrotes. Like it would be the scrotes who'd be reposting it outraged about what we were saying as well it would be like you know there would be like you know posts on our dating that had nothing to do with fds exactly so that's the other thing they were paying so much attention during the pandemic but yeah and then some scroll just mentioned fds 
Yeah. And then reposted everywhere. And so it just got a lot of attention. So on one hand, it's like, I totally get what they're saying about moderators having so much power, especially over subreddits where they can just control a narrative a certain way. And it can really, really ruin that subreddit because if you're going to like try to find out abortion care or you want to talk about like endometriosis and everybody spends like 70 minutes like banning anybody who fucks up someone's pronouns or spends a lot of time like trying to infiltrate pervert shit in there covertly. I mean, I totally agree. Like in a perfect world, there would be some kind of verification system of the moderators there such that you know that you're talking to women about women's issues in particular. And I feel like FDS actually had female mods, which is actually even among Reddit and the female focused subreddits was actually a unique thing, maybe outside of like our makeup or something that's like pretty, like mostly doesn't attract the attention of the scrotier members of Reddit. Like even Ask Women, for example, like Ask Women occasionally could be very suspect in some of the moderator decisions on there, but they were just hardcore lib femmes as well. So even that just didn't blow up. 2X, we know, was like hardcore Flimfem Central. Also had of a lot of male moderators and trans women moderators, even though they don't have 2X chromosomes. So the irony was just weird. Um, of that, it's like, why are we allowing people who don't have 2X chromosomes? It's like, we have to be inclusive. I'm like, yeah, I would see that if it was like... <sighs> I mean, okay, it's like if it was called something else besides 2X chromosomes, I'm like, I feel like that's pretty specific. And that's a pretty specific experience. Exactly, exactly. That's why it just makes me, it makes me shudder. Like, I'm more for diversity and inclusivity, but ultimately there are some experiences and some commonalities that can only be shared between certain groups of people. And it's weird to want to be inclusive to men on Reddit when, you know, Reddit is a very, very male-dominated site. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, subreddits by nature are exclusive, aren't they? I mean... They're about a specific topic and a specific experience. Exactly, they should be. And this is why these female-only subreddits have absolutely no teeth, because they will be bending over backwards to include everyone and their dog in the room of the subreddit, when it's like that sort of defeats the point of having a subreddit. It's meant to be about a specific interest. Right. So in protest, people have also been deleting a lot of their quality content. So people who had highly upvoted and golded posts as well as comments have deleted them because they just don't want to have their free content on reddit anymore it's an interesting thing because it's both like a user and a mod revolt a lot of users also just don't want reddit to become unshittified which it's going to be because again it it seems like steve hoffman is just done and just basically wants to get his money out of reddit by any means necessary that's my guess that's my conjecture i don't have any information outside of just watching his behavior and the commentary it's like either they're really deep in debt and some investors like you need to pay up real quick or they're with this ipo like steve is just kind of done probably i mean look given the way twitter is going i wouldn't be surprised i don't have reddit's balance sheet but it wouldn't surprise me if they were in the red it would not surprise me at all yeah that's been the rumor that they haven't actually ever turned a profit but it's such a weird thing with silicon valley because not turning a profit's not a problem. Here's the other thing. Okay, so this is like the long financial view. When interest rates were cheap, meaning like the federal interest rate was basically zero for a long time, you could get a lot more money through private equity, et cetera, and or low interest rate loans. And so money was very cheap. So you could just run in the red forever, right? With ever having turned a profit. And in that environment, there were a lot of startups and there was a lot of like 
apps and companies like Uber, a lot of tech startups when money was cheap because like now, hey, you could basically just like value your company based on nothing and then raise like $100 million because essentially there was no cost to a lot of these investors for investing you because interest rates are cheap. Now that interest rates have gone up, you're starting to see people want returns on their money real quick. And so I would not be surprised if part of this pressure is just that like, because money's more expensive to hold on now, Reddit, Steve wants to pull out or there's pressure either from outside investors or for himself to actually make Reddit profitable and or pull out, allow these people who invested early when money was cheap to get their money out of Reddit. So all of this is just, again, it's all, it's just capitalism. The question for us is just like, okay, I don't think the mods are wrong to feel the way that they feel like any type of demands that Reddit makes on them is pretty like outrageous considering once again, they're a free workforce. And yeah, Reddit's increasingly like trying to make all these standards of like how you have to be as a moderator and and, like basically making them like an employee, right? And at that point, it's like, fuck you, you're an employee. (laughs) Employee, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like if it's fine, if it's like a low effort job, But like I said, it totally made sense when it was like, okay, people moderate because it's a cool community. It's something they find interesting. But then like what happened is like Reddit got huge. They kept trying to draw traffic to Reddit. Reddit doesn't support your moderators. We basically get traumatized from both the workload and the amount of like fucked up things you have to see. And they weren't very good at like responding to any of our reports. Like they don't support like it would be one thing if it was like a mostly pleasant experience to be a moderator with like an occasional shitty thing. You know what I mean? And like mostly you could run your community the way you saw fit within guidelines. But then it just it sort of start, got to the point where it's like, OK, we can only do things that help Reddit make money. And then it's like they won't help you at all if anything happens to you while you're moderating. Right. You know, they don't build like a ton of support tools. And so that's why some of these people too, by the way, were using these third-party apps because there's third-party apps that were built that were a lot more supportive of moderators, apparently, like giving moderators additional tools that Reddit didn't have. So now like that's part of why they're kind of revolting because they're like, we don't want to like use Reddit's shitty app because it's crappy. <laughs> it's hard for us to moderate on it. Yeah. <sighs> Scroat Steve just driving decent concept. I still think that Reddit was very... Like the whole setup of it was very, very exploitative looking back because they do have paid moderators, the site wide moderators, but they are in the minority. Like, majority of the output that you see on Reddit is because of the volunteer moderators who get absolutely fuck all for their contribution. They were trying to make the argument that, like, oh, a lot of these APIs are not used by most of the users, but it's like most Reddit users are casual users, and the people who use API the most are generally moderators because they are using the moderator tools. It's usually the highly engaged, most valuable users. That's partially why they all took their subreddits private because they're all pissed off because, like, we put in a lot of work and you're making it actively harder for us, and then just like basically disrespecting us and telling us to fall in line. And most of what we have on Reddit is stuff we contributed to. Meaning like if they're a moderator, a lot of times people became mods because they were high value contributors to whatever community they were in if they didn't start it themselves. And they spent hours like cultivating and curating it. So to me, it's like, I would just be like, fuck Reddit, take your community off Reddit. <laughs> like that's basically what we did when we realized it was a losing proposition. And I think maybe we were more incentivized because we saw them basically nuke all of the, the subreddits like us. And then the subreddit slowly becoming more toxic because all of the other female groups who we were not (laughs) wanted to like hijack FDS for their own agenda. Right. And 
like we still don't encourage all the fem cells or all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like there's no risk if there's like fem cell posts that get through or like or wig towel stuff or even turfy stuff that gets through that like the entire subreddit is going or the entire forum is going to be banned because it won't, right? Versus like on FDS, any turfy posts, any fem cell posts, anything that was like against now Reddit's content policy, any of that stuff gets posted, you run the risk of having the entire sub banned, right? So like, it doesn't have to be astringent in moderation off the subreddit, off Reddit, as well as like, there's different places now to quarantine that type of talk. So if you want to like, wallow in your fem cell them, which most of the FDS users are not going to let you do, to be blunt, like, there's people that complain because some of the FDS users, like, if you keep shit posting, you keep posting every day about how your life's horrible, and all the men hate you. Eventually, like, FDS is not the place to be like to be emotionally coddled forever. They're going to be like, you need to take steps to make your life better. Like that's part of the ruthless part of who we are. It's OG FDS. And it is refreshing because just over time, yeah, the subreddit just had to be watered down just so we didn't get banned. And it didn't even have to technically violate their content policy. It just, if it had a certain number of ports, which again, we had literally subreddits that were dedicated to reporting every single post. Like you should see, <laughs> you should have seen like the report log. So if somebody posted saying like, you know, all men should wash their ass, <laughs> you would see like 50 reports saying like, this is targeted harassment at me. <laughs> yeah. From men. <laughs> Just shit like that. Because even if the whole subreddit didn't get banned, they were slowly but surely like taking out all the high quality contributors. So the mods who had written a lot of stuff as well as like contributors who had written a lot of stuff. So it was kind of tough because people were like, oh, there's not as much strategy, there's not as much content, like the FDS has become mostly shit posting. And part of that is because like, two reasons, the women who spend a lot of time cultivating the community, adding their content to the community were banned, right? Like a lot of them just got site-wide bans randomly for no reason, which we don't know why. And then again, we think it's coordinated attacks by scrotes, and then their posts would be removed. And then the other th- reason we think is that like, after a while, because the subreddit itself became kind of toxic, when all the other like femcelly types were like on other subreddits, we could focus everything, but then it got really toxic. So if, if you're a woman that has like shit going for herself and can write strategy because you understand it because you're living it, why would you want to like sit around and listen and like basically contribute to a community that's going to be toxic towards you, right? The comments just started to turn that way constantly. And like a lot of the users to even turn on the mods when they were like, you need to like calm the fem cell shit down. Like this isn't fem cells. And they're like, this needs to be inclusive. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what FDS was. And it's not why it was popular. Like there was plenty of fem cell subreddits before FDS got there. Well, yeah. And it's like, if you want to be a fem cell and, you know, hang out on FDS, that is absolutely fine. I will never tell a woman that she has to date men or has to want to be around men. But what isn't fine is to repurpose a subreddit that is for something else to fit that personal agenda. Like you need to create your own space if you want to take over that, if you want to push that particular narrative. This is what's happened since FDS left. A lot of the based opinions from FDS have now infiltrated other subreddits, which we're like super happy about because you've seen a lot of people who were FDS dedicated people go on like FOMWA or pop culture chat, or even 2X and even our relationships. And you're starting to see the entire narrative on certain things completely change because there is a definite difference in the tone of the female led subs and the relationship subs and the dating subs that was post FDS versus pre FDS. It got way more base and less libfemi. 
So one thing that's happened is that Reddit as a whole has become probably a lot more healthier for female users in the vacuum of FDS not being there anymore. Because now the women that were there basically took all of what they were saying to different subreddits. And like now you're seeing a lot more women knee jerk fight back against bullshit when uh, people are trying to give women shitty toxic advice. That was not the case before FDS got there. So that's a net positive, I guess. It's net positive on that end. The second thing that's happened is like there hasn't really been an FDS equivalent that's risen in the time that we've been gone. And to me, there's a very clear reason for that is that all the things I already lined before, it's too hard to keep scrotes out of, of the subreddit. And then two, it's too hard to do it within the community guidelines of Reddit. It's too hard to keep your account if you fuck it up once or twice because all the scrotes do is like mass report your account. And then three, the women who could give high quality contributions don't want to spend time on Reddit. And it's just kind of a a tough double edge. So because like there's stuff like Diablo and all these other like dating subreddits that just never really took off anywhere or like quote unquote base dating subreddits. Because I think... Diabla especially had a lot on like Vindicta they had a lot of FDS exodus but even that like firstly like they've had to go private permanently because the scrotes they found out about them and they were giving them the FDS treatment but secondly again it goes back to what made FDS unique in the space and that's the strategy they just don't have people writing strategy at best they might have people copy and pasting from you know, popular books, but that's not really the same as writing organic strategy from somebody who's got life experience and can articulate that in the way that the FDS contributors can. I think that's something that is very, very unique and what's missing. A lot of times these subreddits, and because they lack the strategy and the life experience, like a lot of these like female only subreddits, you know, what ends up happening is that it just ends up being the blind leading the blind, ultimately, because they don't have strategy. They don't really know what they're talking about, especially when it comes to chasing rich men, because a lot of them are poor themselves. And this is no shade, but ultimately, if you come from poverty, I'm sorry, you're in no position to be telling other women how to bag a rich guy because you just won't know. I could do a whole episode on that, really. But, you know, you don't know what you don't know in this space. Yeah, I'm like, these guys didn't get to be rich because they're naive, right? You're naive because you're young and you think you can take on an institution designed to exploit you. And this is like the fundamental flaw of stuff like Diablo, et cetera, that's all about. Exactly. It's just the blind leading the blind ultimately. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it played out. So, so far, a few of the subreddits where the mods were all removed, like are mildly interesting, have not had any new posts for now, like 10, 11, 12 days. So basically these subreddits, even though they're forced to go public again, they're forced out of private and then forced to go public. And then people were shit posting pictures of John Oliver and just a bunch of other stuff in order to like maliciously comply. And rather than posting on topic for their subreddit, Reddit removed those moderators. And now those communities are basically just unmoderated. No one's really stepped up or they haven't added any new people into those subreddits to moderate them now. So it's interesting because it's like, yeah, Reddit has gotten rid of their workforce if they don't comply but then the only people who are willing to moderate are people who are actually passionate about the community and don't like to be i guess made to feel like they're unpaid employees right oh so that's the tale of woe from reddit and honestly i wouldn't be that upset if like reddit crashes but however i will say though that you know the old reddit i guess it was a really really good resource to find communities and also just to find like 
that personalized question. Like if you had a question about something and you added, you know, Reddit, I think there is something about getting a response from somebody, an actual person, as opposed to just Google chucking you a bunch of stuff. I mean, that's how I came to find FDS was I literally Googled how to get over this guy, like Reddit and FDS came up with a really, really good post. So the Reddit Google connection is also interesting too, because Google reported that a lot of their revenue was down when all of the subreddits went private because people Google things and then Reddit comes up in the search results or answers from Reddit. And then when they click on it, it's in a private community that the public can't see, right? So Google and Reddit have worked in tandem to draw traffic to each other for a very long time. But again, it's because like Google's kind of shitty now where there's just so much SEO and whatever garbage on it that people want to get answers from real people. So they try to go to Quora or go to Reddit. Oh, cool. Quora's clunky as hell. Yeah, Quora's clunky and crappy too. And same thing, like you can read one post and then it makes you stop. (laughs) And also you need an account. And also you need an account. With Reddit, you don't need an account as well. And also with our Quora, you need an account to view it after a while. But Reddit, you don't need an account unless you want to look at the porn sites. But yeah, you can just peruse without an account, which is appealing to many people. Yeah. And then Quora's become like less real people and more people trying to drive traffic to whatever website they have, right? Yeah. That's just kind of the crappy thing about the way that a lot of the internet's unfolded. Everybody's trying to make a dollar. You know, so in that regard, I did sort of understand why people were pissed at us for leaving Reddit because it is quite user friendly, very accessible, quite easy to get the hang of. But yeah, you know, FDS likes to be somewhat ahead of the curve. And even though we didn't, you know, foresee Reddit doing over the moderators in this way, but we just knew that Reddit as a company were not on the side of the moderators. And by proxy on the side of its user base as well, because if moderating becomes difficult, then it'll be also be the users that suffer. And this is what we're seeing now when, you know, subreddits going private or, you know, big subreddits being unmoderated with nothing getting through. It's ultimately the end user that suffers. And not even just that, it's like on a very simple level, if we get banned, then we don't have anything on Reddit anymore. We don't have content, all the content's gone. So it was sort of a preemptive way to keep from the subreddit from actually being banned or for us losing control of it and then it just becomes shit posting bad advice yeah and again we learned that from the ban wave that was in around 2021 where a lot of the female only subreddits were just banned out of nowhere and to this day many of them still haven't been able to regroup a lot of them like are gender critical were highly influential and they just haven't been able to regroup because the band came out of nowhere and had to scramble to find another community. It's tough because everything became so centralized in the internet. Everyone's so reliant on these big platforms. But it's not necessarily something that has to be anymore. And I'm hoping that like these, all of these platforms crashing and burning means that competitors will start to pop up and hopefully incentivize people to have communities in a way that's not toxic to them. Not talk to the people who run it. And you also, if you want to build any sort of movement or have a sort of community, it's a good idea to diversify anyway, to try and attract different types of people, new audiences. And also, so if you end up with, you know, you know, let's say your main hoster becomes a scrow, you can leave and your community won't be disintegrated. Exactly. Because really, if FDS had just gotten banned off Reddit, I feel like 
all of the archive posts wouldn't be available anymore at all. The handbook would be gone. Handbook would be gone. Literally everything that everyone worked for for all that time would just be gone. Yep. So once again, for the people in the back who gave us shit for leaving, we told you so. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going to happen. So we're watching it, but it's just sort of like everyone on these other subreddits and all the mods and the other subreddits were coming to the same conclusion is kind of interesting. Maybe a year or two after we did. (laughs) We feel vindicated. (laughs) I mean, because basically at this point, it's just fight for control over or dying internet apps, I suppose. So anyways, let us know what you think. This is probably going to be yet another highly controversial episode because there's a lot of people like, we need to bring the subreddit back. I'm like, good luck. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. I mean, we just don't want our work to be lost because the subreddit gets banned. So that's all it is. Like, this website is still up. So people are still exchanging ideas. Check it out at the Female Dating Strategy. Check us out on patreon.com forward slash female dating strategy on Twitter for as long as that lasts. For example, apparently that's. I think Elon Musk recently restricted the amount of posts a piercing can watch in a day. So who knows if that's going to be around for any, any longer Instagram at underscore the female leading strategy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's exhausting, right? Cause we're on all these platforms and like, it's all scrotified. I don't know what to say. Like we're trying to let be less dependent on it. I mean, quite frankly, in shitification of Twitter is partially why I'm on it less because quite frankly, like it's just overwhelming bots. I'm being forced The other thing I noticed too is like there's a bunch of people I don't follow that are showing up in my feed and it's just like nasty work, right? It doesn't even look like, oh, you follow a person that this person follows or something like that. It's just like a bunch of things I don't want to see that are kind of toxic as well. So now it's another situation where like, okay, Elon Musk made this app shitty. He's trying to force people to see certain tweets, especially if you don't pay for the extra, you don't pay for Twitter blue. And if you don't pay for Twitter, bro, you're going to just be bombarded with bots all the time. It's just annoying. So whatever. The internet sucks now, <laughs> which is fine. Go outside and touch grass. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, honestly, fuck all these social media apps to a certain extent. Thanks for listening, queens. And for all you scrotes out there, try to unshitify yourself. Die mad. See y'all next week. Bye.